says he's not sucking no dick, but it always ends up the same way. Oh, gross. This one's sick. We are officers of the law. You are under arrest. just come in and uh he was getting ready to ask you to introduce yourselves he's getting ready for my reaction it was a halo of spores his ass <laughs> you want to see how many dice are in his breath weapon there's a lot fuck though <laughs> i like I dodge he, it once he's got to roll to charge it i like how he's sitting in a pile of autumn leaves is that what that looks like that was the cheapest free uh, thing of <laughs> treasure <laughs> No, I'm just joking. He <laughs> <laughs> looks familiar. I think I've seen him on the DM screen somewhere. The foliage accentuates my eyes. My treasure is a natural treasure. So when you come in and you're all lined in front of him, he will uh, <clears throat> continue where he left off, which was basically having you come in the room and line up. And Welcome, welcome. There's my voice. Okay. Don't be shy. Line up in front of me. Let me get a good look at you. Sherwin. Sherwin's kind of shaking as he walks up forward. Oh. <laughs> Don't come too close to the treasure now. I wouldn't oh. want to fillet you yet. Oh, dragon sir, sir. You, uh, you called for us. Well, yes. Well, let's not get to business immediately. Uh, first, uh, tell me, tell me, where are you from? Mm. Seems like a bit personal for a first date. <laughs> let's start with the names, then. <laughs> you know mine. What's yours? Uh, I don't even remember what his name was. Well... Oh, um... <laughs> yes, what was that? <laughs> Were you going to say something? My name is Thimbershaw, the Wormsmith of Rappelstone. Thimbershaw, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am Sherwin Gizmo, Gizmo's Emporium. Great gadgets and doodads are at your service. And he does kind of like a little, little gentleman bow, but he's like, looks like a speck in the giant chamber of the dragon. And where are you from, Sherwin Gizmo? Uh, I'm from the surface. You're from close to Gontelgram? That's what we were doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I ever came up with a name for the village, though. But a village that was on the surface, but close to Gondelgrim, right? Yes. I see. Interesting. Not not often I get to see uh, surface gnomes. Your cousins make nice snacks, but a surface gnome is the first for me. How about the rest of you? What about the halfling? Or is he working, teaching children? I'm not teaching children. I'm just making and filling in my reports. But yeah. I, I, my name is Boyd. I'm from, I'm from the the Hermit's Wood. The Hermit Wood. So you're a loner. Yeah, me and my family. Interesting family you keep with you. What about you, large one? A Goliath, I take it. Very astute. Yes, I'm Raylan from the Giants Run range. Giants Run. Ah, oh, I haven't seen that in quite some time. How's the weather? Yeah, he just kind of like wistfully looks off to the side and he's like, well, there is weather. <laughs> and how about your kin? He kind of like lowers his head and shakes his head and he's like, I don't know how long you've been 
since you've seen it, but there's a lot of strife there. And what about the other large one? The gloomy one in the back? Grimsby. Alright, Grimsby the Grim. Where do you hail from? The woods. The woods. The woodsman from the woods. Very well. And, uh, finally... And he will switch to Draconic when he starts speaking to Donnie. What about the little dragon? Uh, so Donnie's eyes flash a little bit when he hears the Draconic, and he will reply... It's a great one. Finally, someone showing me some respect. Yes, indeed. I am great. Very great. Where are you from, little dragon? I am from Tiana. But why is there a great one here lighting fires for these hairy beasts? Well, as you can see... He kind of glances around the room with the pile of treasure around him and the loads of food that are at his feet and his servants, who are not in the room now, but you saw earlier. They answer my beck and call, I get whatever I desire, and, uh, I think they all know that I could snuff them out at any time. Life is pretty good. However... We'll switch back to common now. I didn't call you here to look at my treasure hoard and to pay me compliments. I have a problem. You see, uh, Gartigar and his... his lot, they do their job well, but, uh... They think that I don't know that they try to control me with their psionics. And each passing day, I grow more and more suspicious that they plot something against me. So I have a boon to ask of you. Will you hear it? Lay it on me, big man! Of course you will! He just <laughs> can, like rolls over you as soon as you answer, and uh, keeps talking. You've met Gartikot once, and as you probably got the same impression as most, he is cold and calculating. However... I feel like they're hiding something from them. They've grown more and more quiet and, uh, suspicious with their activities. They meet in secret when they used to meet in front of me and discuss what they would do. And I have a feeling that they are plotting something. And my request is this. Once you leave this room, I am positive that Gartigar is going to request something of you. I want you to do whatever he asks and do it without question. And then, once you finish his task, Instead of reporting to him, you report it to me, first. That is all I ask. If you do this for me, I will make you agents of the Wormsmith, and no one shall accost you while you're in the city, as you will be under my protection. <clears throat> of course, I will be your kin, Great One. Very well. Well, I think I've used enough of your valuable time. Shall I send you on your way? Sure, and just kind of eyes the others like, uh... <laughs> got anything you can give us to like take with us <laughs> or whatever we have to do don't be greedy little halfling <laughs> I, I i don't have nothing what you talking about greedy <laughs> giving us nothing. <laughs> sounds like a millennial think you're entitled to something already <laughs> you know it okay boomer provide me with some valuable information first and then we'll talk all right no, I'm not big, sucking no dick. Grin. <laughs> you couldn't handle it. <laughs> sure I meant the dude outside in. the door. He always says he's not sucking no dick, but it always ends up the same way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help they look like mushrooms. <laughs> See a mushroom just pop in your mouth. Raylan uh, gives a deep bow to the dragon and kind of like 
takes a step back and then turns around and starts leaving. And as you start to leave out, he'll call for Gatugara. Gatugara, take them away before I get hungry. And uh, Gatugara will waddle back in and he will escort you out of the chamber. So after you leave Thimbershard's chamber, uh, he'll take you back to that small building that was just outside of the cavern entrance. And uh, I'll kind of shuffle you inside. And uh, he'll look to everyone, and the two guards are still there with him. And uh, in a very dark tone, he uh, turns to you all, and he just asks plainly uh, in Dwarven, uh, through, uh, <laughs> in Dwarven through Sherwin. Uh, <laughs> so what did the worm say? Oh, he's just uh, wanted to meet us. Said, uh said that you guys might have a task for us and that we should do it. Hmm. The worm is perceptive. Yes, there is a task. And uh, he will turn to uh, the two guards that are in the room and he'll kind of nod to them and they'll step out. And uh, there's uh, some tables and chairs there and he'll gesture for you to have a seat. Please sit. He said you would pay handsomely and rewards to us for doing this task. Roll deception. <laughs> he sure did <laughs> I'm assisting you said persuasion right no deception uh, deception oh, yeah. same role <laughs> assist right <laughs> oh yeah no. I'm assisting assist. right. come on Sherman you got this there you go 14 is not so bad he did did he Let's like him to make promises that he's not responsible for. Very well. We'll see to that arrangement. But first, uh, I must uh, describe to you. He the said situation. we'd get the awards, awards ahead of time, actually, because he was sure that we're going to succeed at what we're about to do. Yep. Uh huh. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Thembershard to me. Well, you know, he says what he says. You know, who's to argue with a dragon? I will consult with Thimbershard later about what your appropriate reward or advanced payment should be. That's not how an advanced payment works. <laughs> yeah. Do you want the task or not? <laughs> well, that's what we're supposed to do, right? Let's hear it. Out with it, man. And uh, just kind of like looks to uh, <laughs> looks to someone that's not there, and he just kind of mumbles to himself in undercommon. They always talk so much. And uh, he will uh, continue. He'll say, there are a couple of disturbing issues uh, that are occurring inside of Grakostag. First, and the most pressing issue, is a theft. The Keeper of the Flames have lost a very important item. Very important item to Thembershad. He is not aware of this yet. And, well, he... Uh, not only is he not aware of it, he cannot know about it either. He kind of gives everyone like a knowing look, or at least a sure one anyway, since he's translating. This item, we have reason to believe, was stolen by a group of thieves within the city called the Grey Ghosts. They have been a thorn in our side for many years, and normally they stay quiet, but recently they've been more active. The item had been stolen several days ago. We have reason to believe that they operate somewhere out of the West Cliff, near the Darrow Wards. And we also have reason to believe that there is a courier, a Darrow, by the name of Droki, who makes deliveries 
to his contacts in the Blade Bazaar and throughout the Dark Lake District, and then takes those deliveries into the West Cleft. There are several reasons, but we cannot enter the West Cleft ourselves, which is why we're asking you. We need you to why find Why can't us. you go yourself? Tensions are high in the city. Everyone seems to be on edge, more so than ever. Uh, it feels like there's some... It's the virus. Looks out to the distance and he just says, <laughs> there's some sort of void I can feel in the center of the city. Like something's sucking the, the, the personality, the soul of the city out. And it's being replaced with these unstable individuals. Everyone seems to be more irrational than they ever been. Even the... <sighs> even King Steel Shadow is, seems to be... I don't know, paranoid. Distant. He's recluse. Calling on different assassinations and, and murders throughout the city. But what I want you to do is find this Droki. Track him. See if you can find what he's, uh, where he hid our items, or if he knows anything about it, where can we find the Grey Ghosts and the item that they stole? And retrieve the item, or at least provide some information about its location to us. And Raylan just pipes up and says, what item? What are we talking about? Sherwin translates. Uh, so his eyes kind of narrow, and uh, he like double checks around the room to see if there's anyone listening, and it's just you guys. And he says, uh, it's a red dragon egg. Greb has it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Who? couldn't resist. Who is this guy? Yeah. Uh, a red dragon egg. And not just any red dragon egg. It is the heir to Thimbushar. See, Thimbushar doesn't realize his child is missing. It's not Thimbushar's child, necessarily. And Thimbushar should never know, as... You see... As you may know, uh, dragons, they get more powerful with age. We can only control Thembershot for so long until he could overpower us. So it is the Keeper of the Flame's job, every hundred years or so, to replace the Wormsmith with a new one. And he puts emphasis on the word replace. And Raylan just nods like he totally gets it and sees why that's necessary and desirable and says, So how long has Thembershot been at it? Well, the egg is uh, not nearly hatched yet, but uh, Thimbershard has been in here long enough to where he's starting to resist some of our psionic suppression. He's becoming more and more difficult to handle, and compared to previous Wormsmiths, he's more unruly, and we need to accelerate the hatching of the egg before Thimbershard gets out of hand. In what way unruly? He grows curious about activities that normally he would have no, no concern for. He takes longer flights around the city, stalking and observing myself and other members of the city. And uh, Raylan just kind of <clears throat> like looks around. Are the NPCs with us? Uh, they are with you, yeah. Okay. So he kind of uh, looks at all of them, wondering if they should be here to hear all this. Doesn't, not knowing if they should be trusted or if they're probably just fucking terrified by all this information. And then he leans down and says, Did you find the spy in your ranks? He uh, kind of looks puzzled for a second. Spy, what do you speak? Well, you have one thing that you need to protect above all else, and it gets stolen from you. 
he like takes a deep breath and he's like the thought has occurred to me yes but i have no evidence pointing to someone within the keeper of the flames at this point if you can find such evidence i'd appreciate it if you could bring it to me so what's with all the secrecy if this is just how it works you you raise egg egg hatches you tell thimbershaw thank you for your service and you release him he's a red dragon he deserves he a retirement he doesn't take kindly to being replaced if anything he, Have would you asked? Immedi- he would immediately eat the spawn <laughs> and then kill the rest of us i would assume how do you know he's a red dragon it's what they do that sounds kind of stereotypical, isn't it? <laughs> Raylan just looks at Donnie like, do you know about this? Uh, I have no idea. I only know of the Great Ones, and I know very little. Now, for the second task, and this is more vague, and I'm not really expecting much. I mentioned there's some sort of, uh, this sensation of, like a void has opened up in the middle of the city. I don't know what it is. It's maybe it's just my mind playing tricks on me, but uh, there's something off. If you can find anything that these gray ghosts are doing that would magical otherwise, that would create such a disturbance. Any information you could gather would be extremely valuable. Any increased cult activity in the city? Mm, I don't know of any cults, no. But if anyone would be doing it, it would be the gray ghosts, I suspect. The Grey Ghosts are just a... Their whole lot is a, a group of Darrow and Outcast Jurgar and the, uh, the worst of the worst of the uh, Recklestug society can be found there. If anyone's forming a cult, it would be them. And you think this messenger is the easiest way to find them? Droki seems to be the only clear link we have to uh, the West Clef. And... When we pressed different people in the Blade Bazaar for information, uh, they seemed to always point to him as a person to talk to, a person of interest. But, well, you'll know when you see him. He's extremely elusive. He possesses some sort of magical boots that allow him to move incredibly fast, and he's able to outrun our invisible guards nearly every time. But you'll know it when you see him. He's shifty, and he wears this ridiculous hat. Looks like a jacket cap. Crazy hat, special boots. Yes, it's infuriating. And he's well known. He makes the rounds through the Blade Bazaar, and he makes deliveries for different merchants. I can't say that all of his work is uh, suspicious, as uh, most of the uh, merchants claim that he just delivers goods and messages uh, to different people. However, um, there have been some uh, unique reports. The uh, pointing up real quick. Ilsa, one of the merchant, uh, one a high-ranking uh, member of the merchant council, has uh, made complaints about unusual coinage being brought into the, the bazaar. Coins from regions that even our wisest scholars cannot pinpoint. But uh, when we looked into it, it seemed like the Droki was the one handling this coinage. We don't know where he's getting these this, these unique items and coinage from. But uh, if it's magical in nature, then all the more reason to investigate to see if he's linked to the this magical disturbance I mentioned or the disappearance of the egg. And he'll, he'll <coughs> hear him uh, call out and dwarven to one of the other guards. And they'll walk into the room. And they'll open a little wooden box, and you will find um, five pins. 
or not five actually. You'll have one pin for each of you and one pin for uh, the NPCs in your party. And uh, it's a little gold medallion with the emboss of Dembershard's uh, head on it. He says, uh, wear these pins and allow you to move easily throughout the city uh, through Ladegros Furrow up into the Dark Blue District. And uh, for the most part, you can move freely in the city, but most regions that include uh, home of the uh, Hold of the Deep King or Overlake Hold, those areas are still not accessible for you. But you should be able to move back and forth between East Cleft and the Dark Lake District without being accosted if you show them these pins. Raylan asks, is this going to help or hinder us if we are pumping someone for information? It should help, as long as you're not using it against uh, the Stone Guard, for example. <clears throat> the Stone Guard being the, uh, the standing army within Racklestug. What do these pins represent? They show that you are agents of the Keeper of the Flame and of Thimbershard. I see. And as such, you will carry a, ma- a small amount of authority, but please keep in mind that uh, the fact that you are not Jurgar will have people questioning whether or not these are legitimate, I would assume. So, I would be careful who you throw your weight around. At. Well, aren't these legitimate? They're coming from you. They are. But I'm just telling you, those who do not know may question. Well, then we lay down the hand of the law. <laughs> like, Sherwin's the, the least threatening looking person in the party. <laughs> lay down the law. Um, yeah. Well, I will leave uh, your tactics up to you, your adventurers. I'm assuming you know how to get the job done. Oh, you can count on us. We always seem to find ourselves... Getting more work. Well, if you need lodging, Golbron's Lair is the place for outsiders. If you need supplies, the Blade Bazaar is always open. If you need drink and food, I would suggest the Shattered Spire. Otherwise, I would hope you would begin your search for Droki as soon as possible. Yes, sure, and looks to the others. Alright, guys. You have anything else for me to ask him? We're going. Alright, I guess well, that's everything. Uh, we will get to to work uh, as soon as we do. Let's go. Oh, and one last thing. He'll reach into his his robe and he'll pull out uh, this symbol. Looks like a, a shield with a broken arrow over the front of it. And uh, he'll hand it to Sherwin. He says, this is a symbol of our god, Latagar. <clears throat> Keep this as well. Uh, you may need it to enter some regions of the city. Like a normal shield? Yeah, it looks just like a steel shield with a broken arrow in front of it. An arrow snapped in half. Sherwin uh, puts it on his back and it kind of looks like uh, Link from Zelda when he's a little boy and a big shield on his back. It's not like a fully <laughs> functional shield. It's more like the size of, um, I don't know, it's probably like 10 by 10 inches or something like that. Like a plate. Oh. It's more of a symbol than it is an actual. Yeah. Small. Yeah. It's not an actual shield. This is the symbol of the guy happens shield. to be a shield. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it as a shield. <laughs> I guess Sherman just puts it in his duster. Alright, we're off. Alright, I'll escort you oh, back big. over to uh, Ladagros Furrow, and then from there you're on your own. And he will walk with you out to that chasm that you crossed before, which is Ladagros Furrow. And uh, once you get to the <laughs> edge of the bridge, he will just bid you farewell. 
So, what uh, are you guys going to do? Yeah, I gotta step away for like 10 minutes. I'll be back in a second. Okay. Bald move. Let's see how it plays out, Cotton. So while we're waiting for him to go back, so I can like prep anything in advance, is there anything you guys want to do or want to go to? I guess um, <clears throat> I would like to try to go to that tavern where the merchant we saved is at, because maybe he knows something about all this. Okay, that's the Shattered Spire, so that mm -hmm. would be up here. And uh, yeah, okay, you guys can go there. Um, and time-wise, just to place it in the amount of travel and walking around the city and everything, it would be like the equivalent to like 8 or 9 p.m. in terms of how tired you guys might be. Like when we way? get there or yeah. when we leave? Uh, by the time that you get there to the Shattered Spire, it'll be late. Is I mean, the city, they, the city, I mean, you kind of notice they, they works like 24-7. They're just working in shifts. There's always people out, always people moving. Um... <laughs> Most facilities are always open. Where's but, the uh, place that we're taking the urn to? Is that on the way? Uh, the place you're taking the, the, the urn to is yeah, a different city. That's uh, Blingdon Stone, oh. which is the Deep Gnome city that's supposed to be close to the surface exit. Okay. <clears throat> is there a way I can learn languages? Like, can you learn, like, study books? Uh, yeah, there's, like, a downtime, uh, downtime activities rules to learn. Like, could I go to like a library and try to find a book, or like a bookstore to try to find a book to learn under common? Um, I'll look up what the rules are for it. Is I think you got to like. I looked it up. It takes like an incredibly long fucking amount of time, like two hundred yeah. days or something. Might cost. I think it costs money too. Okay. So, um, while you guys are. You will pass uh, through. Well, the only route that you knew, which was going from the Blade Bazaar. So you'll go across a lot of girls' furrow and uh, go through the gates of the Dark Lake District. And uh, you'll flash your badges to them and they, the uh, guards, two guards posted there will open up the gates for you. And you're able to pass through. And um, you will find yourself passing through the Blade Bazaar once again. We didn't really make any friends here, I guess. Place Boyd's. I'll wait for um, Donnie to get back before I start this. Uh oh. Do I have to cast Dark Vision now? Uh, no. Uh, the whole city is dimly lit. You should probably ready Fairy Fire though. <laughs> <laughs> Sherwin's always ready. Looks like a boy band. You can see their names, right? Yeah. Okay. Cock. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> Cock, cock, and talk. Talk, talk a lock. Talking cock in the morning. <laughs> you know, cock, what really grinds my gears. How you doing out there, all you cockheads? <laughs> and there's a drop of oil, and be like, I can't get enough cock. Standard DJ stuff. Oh That's God. the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Fucking knew it. What? <laughs> uh, it's it's just in case. Is that it? Always happens. Like I say, 
<clears throat> roll initiative, I don't have the turn order thing out, and some stuff doesn't populate or something. So I just bring it up preemptively. Let's be nice to them. dick. <laughs> Boy, get ready. Cock's cock. It's a sexy looking orc. Orc says, you said it. Cock's cock. Okay. So, as you guys uh, move towards the Shattered Spire, passing through the Blade Bazaar, um, you go through the main square. And it's as busy as it normally is. You see all kinds of different races of the Underdark doing business. And uh, Boyd, one thing that you notice uh, before these this pack of orcs here is uh, you kind of noticed it when you first passed through the Bazaar the first time. And you didn't really think much of it. You just thought it was just a... Happened to be a, a group of drow in the market. Uh, but when you pass through here a second time, you notice the same group of about six drow, five males and one female. And uh, they seem to be watching you the whole time that you're in the bazaar. <clears throat> they try to cover it up. They're like in a circle, but you can see them peering over their shoulders, kind of watching you as you pass through. And uh, I'm going to mentally after- share that with everyone. Okay. So everybody gets a mental poke from Boyd. Hey, guys, we're being... Being watched by some drows. Remember pokes. Okay. Um. So uh, after you get, you notice that because you're. I the reason I forgot to mention it last time is because I forgot you took up the observant feat, but you definitely would have noticed it. Uh. And then uh, as you pass to the center, you see a group of orcs. Uh. Three normal everyday orcs, and then one uh, another orc that uh, appears to be wearing full plate. And they are standing right in the path that you would normally take to get through the, the market towards Shattered Spire. And uh, as you walk up, the orc in the full plate kind of steps forward, and he's grunts out in common. <coughs> he says, uh, Hey, look here, boys, more surfaces. <laughs> look, they got two little ones with them. Isn't he cute? And then... Can we just walk go- left or right? What's up? <laughs> Can we you go could. around, like, left or right? It's up to you, however you want to do it. Oh, okay. I mean, there's our ex- exits, right? Yeah, there are exits. Yeah, you're just in the, the middle, main square. Yeah. And uh, one of the other orcs will speak up, and he's like, Yeah, they got some good gear, too. Looks like, uh, looks like drow gear. Mm, that'd be good to sell. And then the one in full plate speaks up again, he's like, Yeah, cock, you're right. That's a good idea. And uh, he just takes a step forward, and he's like, Hey, ugly. Yeah, I'm talking to you. As he kind of yells at to Sherwin. Sherwin's just like, Don't pay any heed to the men. Just a bunch of bullies from what I can tell. Kind of like, just looks looks ahead, paying no attention to them. Jim Jam will kind of uh, whisper uh, to Boyd. They're about the same height. He'll say, um, he'll say, Yeah, be careful. Uh, the Jurgar don't like violence in the streets. And if we're outsiders, it's probably jail at minimum and death at, if we're lucky. Don't worry about it. We're 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 good. Uh, yeah, so what do you do? I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell them. If y'all want some drow gear, why don't you go uh, talk to them drow over there? They're no, watching us. I want your gear. I, I don't. I don't really have any drow gear. What about that hat? The ugly one's got. Uh, Sherwin steps up. He's like, now see here, and he pulls out his pin. It's like we are officers of the law. You are under arrest. <laughs> And he says, uh, he turns to the other ones. He's like, Puck, cock, and talk. Get a load of this. They got, uh, they got little badges. It's cute. They got dragons on them. That was totally unexpected. 
He's like, and then he'll take a step forward, and he's like, "You're going to arrest me, little man." Grimsby steps in front of him and says, "Fuck off." Oh, the muscle came, boys. What are you gonna do, blue boy? He kind of just gets right in your face. I'll do what I need to do. You roll intimidation. <clears throat> and he kind of like uh, he slows his pace a little bit. He's like, he's like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, someone's uh, that time of the month, huh? Never. They all start to chuckle. <laughs> they all laugh, and he's like, "That's right. I know about the menstrual cycle." And uh, <laughs> and uh, the other orcs will take another step forward. And uh, he's like, "No, I don't think I'm going anywhere. We were standing here. Why don't you go around?" I want to try to intimidate too. Okay. Even though I have a minus that. one. From so what I want to do is, I'm gonna move over. Okay. <laughs> And I'm gonna go fungal, symbiotic entity. Okay. So they see the the black veins and shit come up on my face, and intimidation. Ooh. Hey baby. And uh, yeah, okay. So the black veins come out, and uh, the one in the full plate will turn to the orcs, and he's like, "Oh, gross! This one's sick." <laughs> sick of your shit. He's got some sort of some sort of uh, some sort of disease. Don't touch him, guys. And uh, talk will take a step back. He'll say, "Oh, talk, talk, scared, talk, gross." And Pock and Cock will also take a couple steps back. And he's and uh, Olak will hesitate, and he will also take a step back. And he's like, "You're lucky you're covered in disease, little man." And Raylan is just gonna start joining the intimidation group. <laughs> <laughs> sure, one's stepping in the front. <laughs> Oops, I rolled oh, the wrong thing. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> investigate him. <laughs> Still charisma, right? No. Nope. <laughs> so Raylan uh, just steps up with his. Uh, he actually produces the halberd in his hand as he casually strolls up next to Grimsby. Kind of like looking down at these orcs, like get the fuck out of the way. Somebody roll Donnie. This is absolutely what he should be doing. <laughs> Here, well, I don't know. I'll I'll just leave it. I think you got he's got enough good intimidation rolls at this point. Um, if he jumps back in, I'll let him do it. So a cock will uh, turn to the other orcs and he'll be like, "Oh, d- these ain't like the other surfaces we messed with yesterday, dude. They got a half limb, but these are different." That's right. You want to get infected, cock? <laughs> I like say, these black veins up your cock. Yeah, no, no cock, cock, no one, cock, no itchy cock, no itchy cock, please. And then he takes a step back. Grim's yeah, uh, Wait. And he he's calling out to cock. You tall one, cock. Who did you mess with yesterday? And uh, Olak will take a step back, and he's like. Yeah, there's uh, some other surfacers. There's a group of three of them that were out on the merchant trade on the merchant route with us. And uh, they were talking all like the shit don't stink. So we uh, we roughed up the halfling. But then his uh, two dwarf buddies came. And uh, yeah, they uh, we sent them off. <clears throat> sent them off where? Uh, they uh, they said there's some like, uh, what'd they say, cock? Zambia. Yeah, Symbia. They said they're from uh, some place called Symbia. There's some like heroes or something. They said they uh, they cleared some swamp of a blight, 
and uh, they're they're down here looking for some ancient tomb. I told them to to fuck off, and they fucked off. Just like you're about to fuck off. Fuck off, Raylan says, as he gets up to him and wants to pass him. Uh, he moves out of the way. <laughs> I go under them intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can do that. <laughs> you can. And uh, yeah, they they clear out of the way. You just hear like uh, Olak Washiato. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Watch your back. Erwin just kind of goes, huh. and uh, he grabs the pen and polishes it against his jacket, blows on it like, huh. never, <clears throat> never try to challenge the law. So when he says, watch your back, Raylan's just gonna stop fully stop and look over his shoulder at Olak and try to like see if he'll meet his eyes. Uh, he will. And he's like, what's that? <laughs> he just he just doesn't say anything and he's like, what? what? Yeah, you heard me. And then and I'm he, gonna poke him mentally. When he says you heard me, he like you can hear him like kind of blubbering over himself. Like he really is trying to just force it out. And I'm sitting here eyeballing him right next to him. I'm going to look at him and mental poke him. Can you hear me? <laughs> he just he doesn't say anything, but you just see his eyes go wide. And he just kind of looks he looks around and he like looks over at Talk and Talk just kind of looks at him and just like shrugs like mm. And uh Raylan as he walks by this last orc just shoulder bumps him on purpose and keeps going. All right, he falls oh, back on cock. top of this crate. <laughs> I want to bump Cock. Alright, so you bump cocks, and uh, he falls bump back on the Bump Buddha. Hey guys, I'm back. What the hey. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> Quick, roll intimidation. No, don't. Everything's fine. <laughs> Just for the hell of it. So he fell over. Yeah, he fell back and kind of his butt is planted on this crate that was sitting there. Raylan just laughs just a little tiny bit as he keeps going. I stare into Olak's eyes while everybody else passes me. I'm going to be last out of the room. Oh shit, it's David Bowie from Labyrinth up in here. <laughs> <laughs> looks like one of the fucking critters. <laughs> Sherwin puts his uh, rat hat on and kind of tips it to the guys as he's passed, like a sheriff. I got my eye on you! And uh, Olak just seems preoccupied trying to find the source of the voice that was in his head. <laughs> yeah, good thing you weren't here then. <laughs> so yeah, they let well, you pass through. Yeah, and you're able to pass through, and um, as you pass through that section of the gate, You'll see uh, Jurgar, female Jurgar, <clears throat> approach the first person that came out. So, boys, uh, the first one out. So she'll walk up to you, and in uh, dwarven, uh, she will uh, put up her hands and kind of gesture for you to stop. Momental poker. You speak common? She gives like a confused <laughs> look, and she looks around, kind of in panic, and uh, she'll just we'll yell some. She'll say out in undercommon. Let's call for my friend over here, Jim Jam. Jim Jam, get on over here, buddy. So Jim Jam will come over, and uh, he'll kind of introduce himself and uh, tells her to speak under common. And uh, she'll start talking to you, and she's like, 
Yeah, uh, thanks for uh, not making a mess in the market. I appreciate it. You mind uh, mind a word for a second? Over here. And she'll gesture to the south. There's a little room down there. And I'll tell the boys that. She says uh, she wants to talk to us down here in the south. But yeah, I'm good with following her. So she'll walk down there. Go ahead, step in. She'll open the door. It's just like a little office, it seems like. The Zirkwood desk and chairs and uh, a lot of files. Um, you like walk in the room and like just glance over what's on the desk. There's lots of uh, invoices or uh, memorandums or uh, a lot of uh, looks like merchant uh, trade route notes about different uh, routes through the Underdark to get to different locations. And she'll lead you in. And since there's yeah, limited space, go ahead. Donnie's just like kind of guarding over Sherwin and Boyd. We'll just be sticking close to them. Okay. So I'll put you up in there, and then you guys can all be down here. Sherwin approaches her and says, Pleasure to make your acquaintance, madam. Yeah, nice to meet you. My name be Ilsa. I'm uh, one of the ranking officials here at the uh, Blade Bazaar. And, we need Jim uh, Jam in here. <laughs> Jim Jam. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, not making a mess out there. Those orcs have been uh, trying to pick fights with people for a couple of days. And uh, you heard them talking about messing with some surfaces from Sambia. That was on my trade route. And uh, we had to, well, we had to clunk the orcs one good to get them to shut up. But uh, other than that, they're, they're harmless. They just need to be, uh, you know, you just can't cave into them. But uh, you seem like you know how to handle yourself under pressure. And uh, you're obviously adventurers, so I was wondering if uh, you mind looking into something for me. Seems like you here on some sort of a official capacity. And she looks down at your badges and gestures to the uh, the the badges that you just got a little bit ago. Sherwin's already feeling very big-headed about his badge, and he holds it up. We're working for His Majesty. His Majesty? Uh, who would that be? The Lord Ruler. Wait, aren't those badges, aren't those, uh, what was it, the Keeper of the Flames? Yes, the for Keeper Timbershard. of the Flames. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, right then, well, uh... We are the law! Uh, tell me if you recognize any of these, and she'll, uh, she'll dump this big bag of, like, coins. Just various coins, gold, silver, copper, out on the table. And she'll slide one over to you. And, uh... They're all pressed and printed with uh, common. The word, the more words on there are in common, so you guys can read it. And um, just like glancing over them for a couple of seconds, you can see all kinds of different regions on there. Uh, almost all of them, none of you have ever been to. Um, you can see coinage from Cholt, from Chromir, from Sambia even, um, from Rashima, like all the different locations of Faerun on these coins. And he's like... Uh, do you have any idea where where any of these places are? Which one of you is uh, good with the geography? Oh, maybe I can take a look at that. I'm something of a hobbyist, maybe, I'd say. I might know something about him. Yeah, if you want to give like a history roll. I did, 17. Okay. Yeah, Sherwin, if you want to roll one too. Big <laughs> <laughs> pick on Sherwin! <laughs> One up in you. Full <laughs> <laughs> trying to stay modest, me. but when he said hobbyist, he was kind of holding his uh, suspenders for his uh, other 
leather uh, tool tool apron thing. Uh, so you yeah you thumb through the coins and you recognize all these regions and you know that these are locations that are this would be like six months to in some cases a year worth of travel in between some of these locations and all the coins seem to be legitimate they don't seem to be counterfeit they match what you would recognize as the uh, the uh, important markers of any of these coinage in terms of like uh, the the printing or the um, the way that the etching is made or the uh, the mint location or anything like that is all seem to be in line with what you recognize as to be legitimate coins it's a fine collection you have so they ain't fake uh can i tell if they're fake you don't think they're fake yeah okay you think they're legit these are true as true can be she has like a more concerned look on her face then all right then if these are actual legitimate coins and not some sort of cheap knockoff or counterfeit why in the hell are the darrow who even if they have a handful of mushrooms to the name is surprising enough how are they running around my bazaar buying goods and food with these coins? She kind of like rubs her chin. Maybe they're kidnapping surfacers. I have no surfacers. idea. Maybe they're what, Boyd? Kidnapping surfacers. From all these regions, all at once, all centralized in my bazaar, in this city? I don't know. Maybe love. they're using teleportation <laughs> magic. <laughs> I got the reference. Yeah. <laughs> centralized in your kitchen. Um, and sh- <laughs> she'll, uh, just say, the Darrow, no, they, they're not smart enough or wise to the waves of the volcano to use a teleportation. Now, something fishy's going on. Look, uh, it's not much, but if you can, uh, whatever you're doing, if you happen to run across to some Darrow, if you can take a look into these, see if you can find out where these coins are coming from, it'll really help me clean this up. We got, uh... We got an influx of these coins, and uh, while business is good, and while you tell me they are legitimate, they are worth what they're worth, I don't like the fact that uh, we got a bunch of Darrow running around here buying up everything. Weapons and armor and whatnot. Mm. If you could do that for me, if you can find anything, just let me know. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll repay you. If you're, uh, if you're heading to be uh, getting out of Gracklestug at some point, I can show you uh, one of my trade routes that are normally secret just for the Merchant's Council, uh, but it can give you an expedited route to wherever you may go in. Sherwin turns to the others and says, It seems the work of a civil servant never ends. <laughs> ah, so you're a patriot then. I can respect that. God save the dragon! <laughs> right. And, uh... She'll, uh, she'll just walk up to you and say, yeah. If you have any other questions or anything, let me know. Otherwise, if you could, uh, any information you can get, really appreciate it. And I'm sure I'll uh, get you a discount, maybe, even if you can find out something uh, concrete. And uh, Raylan speaks up and asks her what she knows about the merchant that they saved, whose name I didn't write down. Wurz. 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 Wurz Salt Baron. Oh, you didn't know his last name, but yeah, Wurz. Oh, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, he uh, deals with uh, gems and whatnot. I think he does, he's got a lot of dealings with uh, Blingdenstone, uh, the Deep Gnome City. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Seems to be a hard worker. Legitimate. Never caused me any problems. Why do you ask? Uh, we were on our way to talk to him. Just wondering, since you're also uh, involved in the merchant trade, 
if you happen to know anything about him. But it sounds like everything's on the up and up. Yeah, good going. All right, then. Before we leave, can you point towards a restaurant that serves steamed hams? (laughs) (laughs) It's an Albany expression. (laughs) That'd be the Shad and Spire. Got the best steamed hams in in the city. Steamed hams. Grimsby nods and says, Dattered Spire. Okay. Right then. Alright, I got things to do. Thanks for your time. Out with you. And she will shuffle you out. Alright, out. Get out. Go. Leave. <laughs> She'll close the door. Alright. And uh, where are you guys going? What are you doing? Can we do a real quick sum up? What are our, what are our current goals that we can do? Our current quest? Sure. Um, so, the things that are open items, I guess, is, uh, well, so first from Thembershad, he wants you to do whatever the fl- Keepers of the Flame want, and the Keeper of Flames wants you to investigate this Darrow named Droki, who's operating out of the West Cleft, and, uh, to investigate what happened to their missing dragon egg. And, uh, the other items are, uh, well, when you first got here, the uh, drow that the uh, sorry the jergar that was being assassinated or attempted assassination that you stopped, Wurz, he's waiting for you at the shattered spire to pay you for helping him. Uh, another one is to deliver an urn for Ar- Ariana, which was a deep gnome in the bla- in the blade bazaar that uh, Sherwin did some masterful negotiations with, and uh, you're supposed to deliver that urn to Blindenstone to the priest there. Another one is uh, to meet with Stone Speaker Hogram. Which is a stone giant, um, and get the name of the place again. Can't remember how to pronounce it. Uh, Karagorm Cavern. Karagorm Cavern is uh, where the stone the stone guards basically uh, not stone guards, where the stone giants live in the city. And uh, you were supposed to go speak to him because you stopped that two-headed giant in the Blade Bazaar, and one of the other stone giants came in and uh, just recommended that you speak with him about. Uh, what's going on, and that uh, Stone Speaker Hagram Hagram sounds like he would would have something he'd want to talk with you about regarding this uh, two-headed giant that you stopped. And uh, you just picked up uh, this kind of mini-quest from Elsa to investigate where these strange coinage is coming from, and how the Darrow are getting their hands on it. And, um... What else? Yeah, sounds like it's about it. And then you have, uh, well, the orcs that you ran into, they mentioned something about, kind of a little glossed over and didn't really uh, say a lot about it, but uh, they mentioned they ran into some adventurers uh, when they were on their trade route from Sembia. And the adventurers are out on the outskirts of Gracklestug somewhere trying to look for some ancient tomb. But they mentioned that these adventurers were from Sembia, which is north of the, uh, what's the name? Sembia. Ah. Uh, so Symbia is a place on the surface that's close to the Sea of Fallen Stars. And, uh, yeah, some adventuring party. And they're out looking for some ancient tomb outside the city somewhere. I think that's it. So, a lot of stuff. I turned to All the right, place. let's get to it, boys! I and, say let's uh, go get some hams first. Get some food. And take a short rest, maybe? A rest of some sort? Yeah, you're probably due for a long rest after you eat. So, yeah, well, so we were on our way to meet with warriors, I guess. Yeah. Because right. we can do everything there. So, let's. The uh, shattered spine! Let me get a token for this so it's easier to tell. There we go. 
All right, um, so you will make your way over here to the Shattered Spire. So you make your way through the docks, Dark Lake docks, and um, from the edge of this cavern here, a uh, bridge made of zerk wood and uh, rope, hemp rope, stretches all the way across the water out to a large stalagmite that has been broken in half. And inside uh, half of the stalagmite is uh, a small tavern that's been erected out of large mushrooms on Zerkwood you would recognize. And you make your way across the bridge into the tavern. And let me pull you over there. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Some super lame uh, minstrel music. I can't wait to see the bartender. This isn't lame. This is some good shit. <laughs> What's the same one I always use? Um, <laughs> yeah, so you walk into the tavern and, uh, you know, they... Oh, it's a total sausage fest, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's some small comfort as you're when you're inside, you're kind of cut off from the smog of the city and you can breathe a little more cleanly. And uh, you can definitely tell it's a working class tavern. It's full of uh, just some common jurgar. It looks like they're off their shift, whatever they're doing. They look tired, and they're just sitting, drinking, and eating. And at one of the tables in the center of the bar, you can find Wurz. He's sitting there. Uh, looks a little nervous, and he's got a little bag of something in front of him on the table. And uh, towards the bar, you can see the barkeep, who is surprisingly looks to be an orc or half-orc. It's Johnny, or whatever the hell his name was from the last one. Johnny? Oh. <laughs> from uh, <clears throat> from OGJ's game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, so you've walked to the tavern. What are you doing? What's everyone doing? Sherwin's heading to the bar. Okay. You walk up, and uh, this uh, half-orc will greet you, and uh, he will speak in uh, common, actually. It's very broken. Surfaces, it's been some time. How do you do? Well, how do you do yourself, sir? What can uh, what can Mad Map get you? Mm, what do you, what do you recommend to put some hair on my chest? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we need some more hair. All right, yeah. How about one of these? And he pulls out a a stein, and um, this is a uh, Dark Lake Stout. You're gonna make it in a brewery. Just down the way. That looks delicious. You know, put it on the table. And, uh... <laughs> Fortunately, be, uh, I have no money. And he then just doesn't even let go of it and just pulls it back. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. So, uh... What do you need? You need some, uh, grub? You need some, uh, gossip? What, uh, what you looking for? Sure, and, uh... Kind of, like, opens up his jacket to show the badge... Kind of like a coppola, and I recognize it's like mm, anything you know to help us with our mission. Your mission, huh? What's uh, what uh, you guys uh, doing? Hmm? You uh, adventurers, or uh, mm. he looks at your badge. He says, uh, "You working for the dragon?" I'm working for His Majesty. We all are. The, his Majesty, the dragon. Never heard him calling the Majesty. All right, sure thing. Mm. What uh, what you looking for? I hear all kinds of stuff here. Nothing in particular? Alright, well, <laughs> you, uh, you make yourself at home. Uh, 
I'd appreciate it if you'd pay, but uh, oh, hello, hello, you got some biggins with you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Raylan just points at that stein he's holding, like he wants it. All right, here you go, two silver, and I'll put it down. He slides him a gold piece and That's says, a... "Uh, just open a tab." Can I get story. one more of these two, by the way? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Break it up. And uh, he will put your coin and uh, puts it like there. He sets a mug out and puts your coin inside of it. And uh, who's uh, what's the name for the tab? Dragon. Dragon. That's your name. All right. I haven't been to the surface in a while. It's a popular name now, huh? Kind of like uh, James or Mary. People calling a kid's dragon now. Something like that. All right. All right, all right. Didn't mean to poke fun. And, uh, we hand you a drink. And Raylan just smiles at him and immediately takes the two drinks over to this table where our man is at. All right. And, uh, you bring it over to... And he gives him one of the drinks. Sherwin sits at the table and grabs a drink. Thank you for buying this for me, Raylan. And he'll, he'll pour any uh, remaining drink necessary with the one gold they had left. And, uh, yeah. You take it over to Wurz, and uh, he sees you approach, and Wurz, you can see him... Uh, and Raylan would definitely not surrender his own drink to Sherwin. And he would definitely not allow Sherwin to take Wurz's drink. So if he wants to contest that, we can do it. <laughs> How about a toy for a drink? Something that will brighten your life. And he just holds up his hand and he's like, later. Later, Sherwin. <laughs> Let's handle this first. So Wurz will see you approach and uh, he will uh, he'll say hail to you in a language that you don't understand. But he looks a little more relieved once you come by and uh, give him the drink. And uh, Raylan realizes this is going to keep being a problem so he looks around and do we know if, uh, does Sarek speak under common? Yeah, he does, right? But not common. Right, so Jim Jam can translate common, and, uh, Sherwin can translate dwarven. Okay, let's try Jim Jam. Or, is Sherwin at the table? Um, I just, I'm here. Okay, so he, I he's... certainly translate, but man, am I parched. <laughs> yeah, he he, he uh, realizes he can't talk to this guy, and then he just kind of, like, looks down at the table and slides a drink over to Sherwin. Cool! Such kindness! Thank you! Sherwin takes a big, big gulp, but it looks way oversized, like a child is, is drinking from it. As he pours it, it's just like... Like, tons of it just kind of pours onto his clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you need a bib? <laughs> we got we got these Shattered Spire bibs. Sherwin <laughs> <laughs> sure looks at him. He's like, how dare you? I do not need no bib. I am a full-grown man. All right. Well, you got a little dribble on your chin. So uh, if you need a napkin, let me know. Hey, sir, I am the law. You watch yourself how you address me. Oh, oh yeah, forgot. You're working for the majesty. All right. Well, bibs are over on the shelf, so just let me know when you need that bib. 
Sherwin scoffs and, and walks away. So we're as well uh, talk through Sherwin, I guess. And uh, to say, uh, ah, you came. Well, hello there. Long time no see. <laughs> it's a joke, you see. We just met recently. And uh, Wurz, who seems to have uh, recovered from his wounds, more or less at this point, um, nods and says, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good one. You're funny. Hey, you got a little something on your chin. <laughs> hey, hey, get your hands off of me! <laughs> oh, sorry. It's, uh, I got kids, you know. I'm used to cleaning the bathroom. I chase them like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah he uh <laughs> so he'll say uh what's uh what's the what's with the badges you guys didn't Ooh. have when I saw you before Sherwin's kinda just gets a grin on his face that's right you're looking at his majesty's newest recruits officers of the law watch yourself <laughs> looking at the others kinda like nodding like you know we're badasses now Raylan instantly regrets asking Sherwin to translate. <laughs> oh, I see you got some. Uh, you found yourself some work with the uh, Keepers of the Flame, huh? Well, be careful. They're a uh, they're a crafty bunch. And uh, well, uh, oh, anyways, I think we can handle ourselves. I don't doubt that you handled those assassins for me. I I'm in your debt. Uh, speaking of which, he throws down a a bag, a, a cloth bag on the table. And, uh, it's, it's not much, uh, but, uh, consider it, um, an advance. You have to open it up. Sherwin, uh, opens it up. Oh, God! No, um, so <laughs> it's, uh, you find, uh, the satchel is full of these black obsidian gemstones, um, and there are ten. Ten of them in there. Sherwin kind of, like, looks at the others, looking at him, like, hey, it's not too bad. And, and then, uh, but he like his face, he his face gets uh, gets more like uh, straight. And looking back at him, he's like, "I suppose this will do." And uh, I'm gonna place people around here real quick. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not much, but I uh, I was hoping actually, and I, I hate to to keep uh, when I'm already in your debt asking for something else, but uh, I need uh, I need something delivered. To uh, to Blingdenstone. Would you guys uh, oh. happen to go there? <laughs> More work. Oh, when do we get a vacation, boys? <laughs> well, uh, here. And he pulls out a second sack of of gemstones. Um, however, these gemstones they uh, they're different in that they're all they're all about the size of your fist, and so they're pretty large. Um, and they're all hollowed out, and there's a hollow opening in the center of each one of those. He's like, uh, yeah, these uh, need these delivered to uh, a Gazook Pickshine. He's a deep gnome uh, up in uh, Blingenstone. It's a delivery. It's his order. But uh, I'm, uh, as you can imagine, I'm a little nervous about going out right now. I need someone else to deliver it for me. Hmm. I see. So why? What's up with all the danger? Why were those? Why were they trying to kill you the other day? I have no idea. Is that yesterday? I honestly don't. Have any idea why I was attacked? I, uh, I don't know. I pay my debts. 
and uh, I don't do anything out of line. I uh, I salute the king and uh, pray to Latigor. I don't know why anyone would want me dead. I rolled insight. Me too. Me too. Yeah, and I think even yesterday or last time you guys rolled insight on too, and you think that he's he honestly doesn't seem to to know. Um, oh no no no! Sorry, my bad. Yeah, you did roll insight. So, and you had a better roll yesterday. So, you will say, um, well, with this roll, you feel like he's being honest in what he's saying now. But when you, when you last time you talked with him, maybe when he was under a little more stress, uh, you felt like he might have been hiding something. I see. And Raylan just tells Sherwin, just says it to Sherwin in common. Don't you think it's strange that a guy who carries around gems couldn't think of any reason for somebody to jump him in the street? Well, I find all things strange about this place, but I see your point. I think he's he's not being forthright. Mm-hmm. And what are these gems? Why are they hollowed out? Something doesn't seem right. Um, so he'll pull out one of the gems and he'll put it on the table. Oh, wait, sorry. Are you talking oh, to Raylan or are you talking to Wurz? I was talking to Raylan. But, okay, sorry, go ahead. But yes, he had asked that same to you. He's like, what's up with these gems that you speak of? Um, so he'll pull out one of them, and um, he'll put it on the table. And as soon as he drops it on his table, Jim Jam, who's been watching from the corner, will kind of run over and put his hands on the table. And his eyes kind of widen. And he's like, hey, I, I know what those are. And uh, those are uh, those are spell gems. It's like a blending stones of bread and butter. You load them with magic, and you can use them like a, like a bomb almost. Oh, so you're an arms dealer, I see. Well, Wurz will speak up and say, "Well, I'm. I wouldn't consider myself an arms dealer. It's just, uh, you know, I got the order. I fulfilled the order. I don't. Whatever the use for is, is up to the uh, buyer's discretion." But Jim Jam will say, uh, yeah, you can uh, you can fill them with uh, spells and kind of, you know, use them later as like a backup, something like that. I wonder why uh, they're ordering them from here, though. Seems like normally we just make them ourselves. Hmm. And Raylan kind of like leans closer to the guy and asks him to his face in common so he can't understand but can feel the intensity. Who's the client? Mantle Dareth. It's a big... Uh, trading outpost in the underdark kind of like uh trades meet like on the surface you know uh people gather every now and then from different groups all over the place for a big uh trading uh, bazaar expo kind of thing but i met him there and we've been doing deals ever since but uh yeah recently he's been ordering these from me and Raylan relaxes a little bit understanding that this guy is exporting and not importing these yeah yeah i need uh he's buying them from me so well, trade anyways. But yeah, if you guys happen to be that way, um, I'd like to, if you don't mind, carrying lugging these around for a bit. You deliver them to Kazook. I'm sure he'll uh, repay you and uh, help you out with every need. Really, really stand up people, those, uh, those deep gnomes. Well, I think we might be here in the city for a while. Can we get back in touch with you somehow before we set out? Oh yeah, sure thing. As long as I don't end up dead. <laughs> he laughs nervously. And Raylan looks at Sherwin and says, Ask him about the gray ghosts. What do you know of these gray ghosts that we're hearing about? Oh, uh, the gray ghosts? Yeah, they're like uh, they're a thieves' guild, more or less. 
you know, usually they're they're kind of the scapegoat for anything bad that happens in the city. I don't know. I've uh, I've never really run had too many runs in with them with myself, but uh, yeah, you know, they're just full of outcasts. Uh, usually Darrow, some uh, no good Jugar, but uh, I heard the people always whisper that they operate out of the uh, the West Clefts, and uh, some people even say they're down in the uh, Warsaw tunnels. What was that? Translates that to them. The Whirl, Whirl Soul, Whirl Soul tunnels. Okay, and Raylan asks him if he has come across any currency from far away, and he lies and says he got some back as change the other day. Oh, you got one of those too? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it seems like gold, so gold's gold as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, I didn't. Uh... I don't know where they're from, but yeah, I got them sometimes. Sometimes, uh, you know, these, uh, I don't know where they're getting them from, but the Darrow, they'll, they'll pass them off as currency. Sometimes they even got gems and necklaces and stuff from, uh, it's got, like, pictures of, like, uh, these giant lizards. Not dragons, but they're, like, giant lizards without wings. I can't really describe it, but, yeah, I don't know where they're getting it from. <coughs> but I've seen it. But if you are, uh, thinking about going down the West Clef, uh, I would be careful. The Darrow, they're, uh, when they're out in the streets and they're isolated, they're crazy and disgusting, but they're harmless. But once you get into the Darrow's, uh, turf, they can get a little more vicious. And, uh, I don't know. You get all that insanity piled up in one place, something bad's bound to happen. Raylan just eyes the two beers longingly. <laughs> Sherwin so, uh, takes a chug of his and is like, well, I don't think anyone would challenge. And Sherwin can give me a constitution save. <laughs> as this is the most potent alcohol you've ever drank. Right. One second. Mm. Congratulations. You're able to hold down the alcohol with no negative effects. That's quite a constitution save. He wipes his mouth. <laughs> oh, you can hold your booze, can't you? And uh, words will also take a choke. And Raylan just puts his palms on the table and stands up to go get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mad Nap will slay you one. Yeah, yeah, here you go. And uh, here, take this with you. And he hands you a bib. <laughs> <laughs> and he just smiles at him real big and nods and then... Uh, kind of like walks past Sherwin and puts the bib on him real quick and then keeps walking this away. Hey, hey, what is this now? Get this off of me. <laughs> this isn't funny. Look at that. It's uh, it's pretty absorbent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What are you guys doing? Is everybody still here, by the way? Sorry. I'm here. All right. Hey, I'm back. Did anybody else step away? I'm here. Alright. Jordan? Mace? Present. Here. Okay, what are you guys doing? Drinking beer. Drinking beer, dog. Alright. Oh, did you drink one? Give me a con save. For Raylan? Yep. Nice. Let's see it, Raylan. Can you hold up? (laughs) (laughs) Sherwin is slamming him down. And, uh, (laughs) let's see. It's like a, what is that, a one? <laughs> no. Why is it gray? Why is it gray? I think, uh, I don't know. 
Why is he gray? That's weird. I think isn't that what it does when you mark it like for disadvantage or something? Don't know. Don't know. Anyways, you are drunk for six hours. <laughs> Jesus, for <laughs> one fucking beer. Sherwin, Sherwin laughs, grabs the bib and throws it to him. I think you need this more than I do, friend. He doesn't see shit because I'm gonna roll. Uh, what would I roll to act not drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Performance. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're able. Your words are fine, but your your bodily movements, your gestures are does not uh, represent someone who is sober. And if you try to put the bib on, you like end up tearing it. Raylan does not try to put the bib on. Oh, okay. <laughs> it would not be large enough. And it's not like there's a crab feast going on. That we were. Well, at least I was wondering, what is this? Hmm? Well, it's it's obviously, it's a casserole. Oh, I thought it was a pizza. No. <laughs> it's a mushroom and a mushroom and... A, uh, mushrooms, you don't say. Yep. <laughs> Darkly <Yeah>. drunk. <laughs> is yeah, that different than normal drunk? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <gasps> Wait, you get advantage on strength and constitution checks? Yeah. But disadvantage so you, on text and wisdom. You get drunk muscles? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Doesn't sweet. Everybody? Wait, you can use enlarge? Mm, yes. <laughs> but, uh, That's you really wouldn't funny. know to do it unless someone told you or you discovered it yourself. That's kind of the mm-hmm. great thing about it. You just drink it, and you're drunk, and you're like, enlarge! And then you just get all big. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> see a six-foot-tall Sherwin marching around. <laughs> he didn't get drunk, though, Double so. Size. See, Double you size. lost, Sherwin. <laughs> the Jurgar have this ability, like, inherently, so it really is just alcohol to them. But for non-Jurgar, it has this impact. These effects. All right, Does it so. taste good? Roars will start. To, he will leave. Um, yeah, Excuse me. Answer like my stout. question. <laughs> it, it tastes like um, no. It tastes like uh, it, have you had like Yangling black and tan? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I have not yeah. lately, but yes. Yeah, it tastes like that. So not very good. Oh, that's fine. Differing taste. And Raylan just leans over to Grimsby, and in giant, he says. For how strong it is, it's not really a balanced flavor. Oh, really? I actually hadn't tasted it yet. And then he fumbles over the stool as he gets up to walk away. <laughs> I watch him go. Huh. I'll Puke get one outside, too. please. Barkeep. And, uh, he's like, yeah, you're on the tab, right? Here you go. He gives you one. Oh, and shit. <laughs> You're drunk for eight hours. <laughs> You're gonna wake up with this. <laughs> and then Raylan, Raylan comes back real quick, and he says to Grimsby after he watches Grimsley drink like half the thing in one shot, and he's like, "Let's go see the Giants." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go see our brothers. Um. All right, so you guys can leave, and you guys want to head to Caregarms. 
cavern, right? Is it, it's not far, right? No, it's in the city. <laughs> Grimsby's doing serpentine because archers are shooting at him. <laughs> yes. Are you guys leaving the inn? Yeah, I guess. They want to go. Right, yeah, Donnie will follow you out. Donnie, you sure you don't want some of this <clears throat> drink? <laughs> I guess Donnie will take a whiff. Is the alcohol yeah. smell apparent? Oh, it's, it smells apparent. It is potent. Very potent. It smells like yingling. Not today. Will be Donnie's reply. Are there rooms in this place? No, this is just like food and drink. Uh, the okay. inn um, is the other location. <clears throat> and hold on a second. Wait, I just said it large. Shouldn't I be like 12 feet tall now? <laughs> Let's see. How? Uh... It's not a, probably not a secret word. Yeah. <clears throat> what is this, Pee Wee's Playhouse? I'll say like... Uh... Nothing? Fuck I'm all just... of you. <laughs> oh, I thought that... That was already known, right? <laughs> Didn't need that. There's like this <laughs> sensation in your body, and it feels like a like you got a bed, like a like you're constipated. And when you try to push it out, and you like grunt, that's when you get enlarged. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm I'm just I'm here fumbling around trying to take a shit on the floor, and all of a sudden I become twelve <laughs> feet tall. Yeah. Well, I think you get to choose whether you're trying to push it out or not. We can roll like a d20 to see if an actual, you know, poop comes out as a result <laughs> of getting enlarged. <laughs> I'll even let you choose if it's like a little poop that comes out of a big person or if it's a big poop that comes out of a little person. Okay, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was I going? Let me let me get the. Let me find the rules for pooping. Oh, of course. Figures. Okay, so you travel in the direction of Karagorm's Cavern. A long tunnel mm -hmm. opens in the South Furrow District, extending uh, several hundred feet into the home of the Stone Giants of Clan Karagorm. Um, so you enter the entrance of this enormous cavern, and uh, you can see several Stone Giants, and uh, they seem to be speaking or kind of massaging the stone walls and you can see as they massage them uh, they craft and shape the walls into different images and depictions it's like they're painting almost with their fingers um, except they're just re-altering the walls to match some sort of image and uh, <clears throat> the imagery on the walls you can see mostly can depict stone giants interacting with, with what appear to be dwarves uh, in a place that looks similar to Grecklestug and um, there's like different depictions of the stone giants like first coming into the city and then there's like a battle and then there's a scene depicting peace between the two and then there's a one uh, mural of stone that looks uh, like a king of Durgar standing beside a stone giant and uh, when you walk in <coughs> you will see uh, Durham who was the uh, the stone giant that came to you um, after the battle in the square, and uh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna reuse this map because there's not a lot of good cave maps. So when you enter the cavern, you see him, and uh, he will call out to you in giant, call out to Raylan and Grimsby, in giant, and ah, uh, uh, welcome back. It's good to see you again. 
Have we seen you before? Well, yes. You helped our brother in the square. Our brother had the affliction of two heads. Uh, you saved him, and uh, you spared his life. My Raylan, name is Durham. Did, did we did we do this, Ray? I did. Did we do this? I I don't. And Raylan just closes, closes his eyes and nods like, "Yeah, keep it together. Everything's fine." And he just walks up and claps arms with uh, this big giant dude again. And he says, "Where's your stone speaker?" Wait one second, please. <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> Here, you say you say something. Like, say something. Echo. Sing ABCs. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Strangely, doesn't work on her. She sounded yeah. normal. Oh. All right, give me one second. Let me get research situated. I'm sorry, Mr. Giant. I'm a little bit drunk. I remember you now. He's like, I don't want to watch this stupid show you're showing me. I want to play with the microphone. Um, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, Stone Speaker Hogram, I will fetch him immediately. Please wait. And, um... He will move back, and Stone Speaker Hogram will come forward. Who looks... And these guys are, like, 20 feet plus. Oh, yeah. So they're thundering through the cave. Big footsteps. And, uh... Earthquake! And uh, Raylan, before this guy comes over, he tells everybody, like, we don't know how these guys feel about the dragon. Let's just hide our badges for a minute. So, uh, Stone Speaker Hogram is these. <laughs> Make a wisdom well, save, know. a wisdom check. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Okay, Damn. even with disadvantage on it, you still got 19. So, you maintained a level head enough to have sense to maybe do that if you wanted to. Do we know the significance of being a stone speaker? Uh, let's see. Roll. Say roll history. Oof, that's a four for me. Yeah, not necessarily. I mean, you could ask him. Um, but uh, you know the stone giants. They he even mentioned it before when you met him yesterday um, or earlier. Uh, they they commune with the stone, so maybe he's the primary vessel uh, uh-huh. for communing with the stones. <clears throat> Could ask old Sherwin. Sherwin, buddy, do you know anything about stones? Would uh, the GM mind doing a history check for Sherwin as I make formula for a baby? <laughs> <laughs> sure, hold on. Which baby? My baby. Oh, that makes sense. The one who's actually wearing a bib. <laughs> So let's see how well-versed Sherwin is in the way of giants and history. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Eh, 11. Um, yeah, I mean, you think that likely a stone speaker is the one that communes with the stones and is probably the figurehead of any given uh, stone giant community. So he will approach you. Ah, uh, you finally come. I think uh, you have met Durham already. We are in your debt for saving uh, Rithud. Why, uh, why is it that you are here in Grecklestow? It is not common for surfacers to come here. And Raylan just kind of like sleepy-eyed looks around at the, uh, the party and then back at this guy's belly button and then up at his face and says, uh, we were kidnapped up on the surface by like 30 drow. And he shakes his head. 
kind of thinking about how long ago and far away that probably was. He's like, and uh, we've been some of us trying to figure out a way back to the surface. Others of us just trying to get by. See, that is quite unfortunate. The drow can be ruthless. Well, regardless, I am thankful for your capture in a, in a way. Uh, for it has brought you to me and a chance to help resolve an issue that is afflicting our people. How is Rehud, your brother? He is calm, but we have kept him sedated. He is in a trance, uh, communing with the stones. As long as he is not disturbed, I, I think he will not be a danger, but he is still afflicted with the second head. <clears throat> there is something uh, evil that I feel is stirring in the Underdark. The rock itself cries in pain and horror, and madness creeps from the blackest depths of the city. You need to pay heed to the signs surrounding you. There are the caves, they have two faces, rock devoured and the land overgrown. The pebble believes itself flesh and the earth rejects its wards. The tunnels shake in fury. By these portents, I know that there is some evil present. This is what the stones tell me. I ask you, please tell, please find out what is causing these these unusual occurrences in the city. I believe it's not only afflicting our people, but the city as a whole. There is something foul occurring below the city. As Giantkin, will you do this for us? As uh, Grimsby is uh, yes. trying to like not <laughs> maintain his sobriety, but is doing well. You're making all these rolls pretty good. <laughs> Every time I have something to say, I make a wisdom save, and I've made them all so far. <laughs> Yeah, they're all good. Uh, so Donnie's gonna speak up, I guess. Say like, as Giant Ken, we will take this task. But I see your thoughts, and he's gonna like point at all of the pictures around the walls. Say like, I know you now. I know this magic. I don't know if either of the two giant speaking people would be translating in their current state. Oh shit! Yeah, we're both. Okay, this has all been in giant. Yeah, they're speaking in giant. When he Never mind, in. Don. He's just looking at the walls then. Raylan's been yeah. speaking in giant since he took a drink of that beer. I'm sure you'll get a, a, a translated drunk version of what he's asking for later. And Raylan just like has arms folded and is just staring this guy in the belly button while he's talking. And uh, he looks back at the group and then back up at the guy and he's like, yeah. No, I bet it's related to all this madness we've seen since we've been down here. And he tells uh, he tells Hagram about the demon encounter that they had in Sloopladop. And also the cult. The, like, know-nothing cult that was trying to summon a demon of little blue people. I see. So you have seen demonic presence within the Underdark? With our own eyes! Perhaps this is a clue. Perhaps something demonic is afflicting the city. Consult the stone. The stone only shows madness when I look down in the depths. I need someone to go seek out what is the source of it. This chaotic force is blocking what was normally a peaceful and tranquil area. Whoa, how long is this bad boy? About the size of a greatsword. Whoa, it really kind of takes it from him and then checks it out real quick and hands it over to Grimsby and he's like, thank you for this. What is it? This is a stone speaker crystal. I offer it to you as a token of my gratitude for saving our brother. 
It may come in handy in your investigation or somewhere down the line in the Underdark. As a result of my wisdom save, Grimsby takes the crystal and starts waving it around like a lightsaber. <laughs> Be careful with that. It is crystal, it will break. Okay. Are you... Are you too drunk? And Raylan looks up at him and he's like, We were tricked. We didn't want to delay this meeting. And he holds up his hand to like stop any further interrogation. And he's like, rest assured, we're on the case. Grimsby nods up and down ferociously. So he will explain to you exactly what the stone speaker crystal does, which I will drop in the chat. Huh? You cut off. I dropped it in the chat. And sorry, it wasn't a great sword. I was misreading it. It's uh, 19 inches long. <clears throat> but it uh, grants you advantage on intelligence or inv investigation checks while you have it. It has 10 charges, and while holding it, you can use an action to expend some of the charges to cast uh, Speak with Animals, or Speak with Dead, or Speak with Plants. Speak with Dead? Do we have to have any of these skills to use it, or can we just use it? You can just use it. Uh, you have to attune with it. They'll tell you, like, this is how you use it, but you have to attune with it, which means you take, like, a short rest to, like, understand how to actually operate it. So, it can only be attuned to one person at a time. Oh, it gets, and it regains charges. Dang, so you can use it quite a bit. Mm hmm Oh, so it doesn't... Wait, how does that? How does it regain charges and then also it can lose them forever? Well, you spend the charges to use one of those spells, right? So mm -hmm. if you use all of the charges in one day, I think it's gone. But if you leave some of it, uh, you can like, recharge. That makes sense. Well, it says that if you expend the crystal's last charge, roll a d20 and on a... On a Oh, yeah, Money. right, sorry. There you go. Okay, so sorry. you have a chance of losing it. Yeah. But otherwise, it'll just... Does it recharge completely? Or does no, it... Or it's does 1d6 it plus 4. Die? Yeah. It recharges those die. But well, which one of us should carry it first? Raylan. And he just says to Crimsby in Giant, I don't know, but let's keep it between you and me. I don't trust these other ones with something like this. Grimsby gives a big drunk wink. Raylan <laughs> goes up. What you got there, boys? And then uh, Raylan, Raylan seeing this wink, let me make a roll. Did it roll? Yeah, you got a twenty-two. Okay, so Raylan seeing this wink, thinks a minute, and he's like, "Yeah, so so I'll take the first turn hanging on to it." <laughs> <laughs> okay, here you go. I don't contest. And uh. Raylan just like holds it up and kind of like bows his head to the stone speaker and says, do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions about other things we've run across? Sure, ask away. What do you know about these... Oh, fuck. What is that western thing where the guys are at? <laughs> the west cliff. And then he just points at him like, yeah, you got it. Uh, we heard about some some bad characters that might be causing trouble out of there. That's around here, right? Correct. It's uh, just a little ways south. It's uh, home to most of the Darrow of the city. Some people say, I know you probably, like us, at least when we're back home, don't have a whole lot of use for coinage, but it seems like there's some kind of scandal where these crazy Darrow are coming up with coins from all across the different realms, and it's worrying a lot of the 
people in charge of trade around here. And as Raylan's talking about this, he realizes like how much he just really doesn't care about this issue. <laughs> and he just shrugs and he's like, I don't know. How much should we listen to these people in this city? Well, the Stone Giants have <clears throat> pledged ourselves to these Deep King. As such, I I take their all of their words and precautions seriously. However, I leave that up to you and your discretion whether or not you care about the dealings of merchants or uh, priests. Let your your giant spirit lead you in the correct direction. And he knows somewhere deep down inside that he's being pandered to in a way, but he still feels really good about it. So he just like nods like something profound was just said to him. And he's like, uh, what about this dragon? You mean Thimbershod? Mm-hmm. What is your concern? Uh, we ran into some people that work for him. We don't just don't know. Should we trust these guys? I mean, and he just shrugs in a kind of overly casual way. <laughs> well, Thimbershod is a, a chaotic beast that's... His kind is written in legend and many stories. I believe you know how much you can trust or uh, or can risk betrayal of a dread dragon. It's a dangerous game. I would be careful of your involvement with him. He may use you now, but he could betray you later. And Raylan's eyes kind of go wide. Like he could just clearly figure out what's happening <laughs> without even letting on to it. And he's like, good advice. Yes, we can't trust the chaotic ones. And the keeper of the flame, they well, they are keepers of the flame, and yet they are also keepers of tradition of the city. I value the service they provide. They provide safety and sanctuary for all of us, and provide the energy that the city needs to thrive. However, I do not know much of their leadership or how much they can be trusted. Raylan just looks at Grimsby... And he's holding that crystal in his two hands, like a club. Very well. And uh, not knowing the correct way to greet this guy who's clearly at a different level, he just kind of like bows his head a little bit and turns to walk out. So Donnie's going to rush up to you. Be like, wait, Raylan. You gotta tell them that I see their ideas and I'll like point to the walls and I know them and I know the blight on that guy. They have to cut it off before it spreads. You should tell him. And Raylan looks at the pictures again. Can we get another look at those? Yeah, it's um just kinda like detailing the history of the relationship between the Stone Giants and the Jurgar of Grecklestug. Which is uh they enter the city. There's a conflict, there's a battle, and then there's a truce, and then there's a depiction of the stone the uh, stone giants uh, in alliance with uh, the Deep King. And Raylan just looks at Donnie and is like, where's the blight in these? And he waves his arm past the pictograms. Not in those. Not in their ideas. In the, the guy with the extra head that we, we knocked out yesterday, his extra head is the blight. They gotta cut it off or it'll spread. You have to tell them that they don't know. He'll grow more heads? No, the the blight will spread and take over everything. You gotta cut it off. 
And Raylan just looks at Sherwin. And then he looks at Boyd. And then he looks at Grimsby. And then he takes a step back and he says, uh, Stone Speaker, our friend from the swamp here, and he waves back at Donnie. He, he counsels that, and Raylan shrugs, letting him know that he has no opinion on the matter one way or the other. That, uh, the extra head on your brother is a blight that needs to be removed or else it could endanger all of you. He says he has some experience with it, but I don't know. Yes, you relayed those concerns to Durham when you, he met you in the square. I have considered this, and I have yet to find a solution as removing the head will almost surely kill him outright. It seems to be a physical part of his being now. That's what I thought, because when we were attacking his head... The extra one, it seemed to hurt the whole body. Yes, but hopefully, I can only hope that eliminating the source uh, will remove the head or cause it to vanish, but I can't be sure. Otherwise, he may be like this for the rest of his, his time. Well, let's hope we make progress then. And he comes back over to Donnie and claps him on the shoulder and is like, they're on top of it. That's good to hear. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, we're walking out, right? Yep. Uh, Jeremy, private message. message. Private message. All right. Okay. Uh, I'll uh, type something up. We can do that kind of like outside of the game. Okay. But I'll send you some information. Cool. All right. So you guys can leave. You're free to leave. Um, where are you headed? There is Let's the go end. If you want to rest. Hands, everybody. <laughs> you can go drink more. Oh, that wouldn't be smart. I, I think, think we we're we're we we're gonna trek back to that place where they said it was safe for us to stay. Alright. So with our badges on. So you will move back through the dark district, dark lake district, to Gold Bronze Lair, which is located here, just outside the Blade Bazaar. And so Gold Bronze Lair is not a building but just a carved out piece of stone um more like a hovel uh than anything and it has some cots some beds strewn about um it is filled with various non-jurgar uh, guests including darrow and orcs and even a drow or two and i'll jump you over to it but it's essentially just an inn um, really uh, very low grade. I think it counts as poor on the pricing scale. But you all are in kind of like a centralized room. It's like a hostel almost. And sharing space. Is there any like bedding or cots that are large enough for the two big guys? Yeah, you can find places to stay. But uh, otherwise, I won't worry about like loading up a map unless there's something you guys wanted to do there specifically. But otherwise, you can stay there. Uh without being harassed or anything. Nah, I don't have anything. Is that Stone Speaker Crystal in D&D Beyond? Uh, yes, it should be. It's part of the actual book. It should be in there. So I want to attune to it, I guess. Okay, so you can take care of that during your rest. And, uh, let's see. We got, like, a little bit of an early rise over here, so I think I want to kind of stop before we get into any of the investigations or anything. So, if you guys want to do a long rest, is there anything you want to do prior to that or um, during it? 
Uh, Donnie's going to practice his alphabet. Well, so since I, w I was a medium, but I look large, so what size am I actually? You would become large. Actual large. So do I like... Do I like, like 12 feet tall or some shit? Yeah. Do I like crush the cot and... Well, you're doing this while pooping, right? Crush the toilet. Yeah, you crush the toilet, and now you got poop all over your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not all your poop. Oh. Oh. Oh, God, this is... Oh, this is the worst! And now it's on my hands, and I... Oh, my God, it's all over my legs, and... Oh, my God! Help! Guys, help! I be... Poop! I tell Stool to go in there and go eat it up for him, clean him up. <laughs> so Stool voraciously like clamps onto your butt and your legs and just starts cleaning you all up. <laughs> but he's a, he's a mushroom, so it takes a while. So you just gotta hold still for quite a while as he absorbs it. Okay, yeah, I can I can hold still while he while he does that. So also part of the long rest. Um, need everyone to make a constitution save to see how the effects of the smog of the city have impacted your lungs. And see if you come up with a case of grackle lung. Ugh. Do I get any bonus for my thin air thing or would that, I don't know how that oh. would affect it. Uh, Can I no. use inspiration on this roll? <laughs> um, well, you cleared it anyways, so don't worry about it. Okay, so it looks like Sherwin I'm not sure one, sorry. Grimsby and Raylan are the only ones that are going to be infected. Um, which figures, because they were drunk. So they were probably like just sucking down a lot of air. Um, so you, at the beginning of the next day, you're going to gain one level of exhaustion as your airways have become increasingly clogged with soot and uh, different uh, debris. So does that mean that we're at level two, or did we get rid of a level after our last long rest? Uh, so we had, we had. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, so this is just one, you're at level one exhaustion. Every time you take a long rest. Is that something that can be cured by a lesser restoration or no? It's not, it's not a condition, is it? Uh, let's see. Yeah, there is something. It can be cured. Um, so this says the condition can be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. That's not one of them, so. <laughs> what do you mean? It's under conditions in the character sheet. I don't yeah. know. But lesser restoration, what I'm reading, it says, like, oh, for the spell, you touch a you creature know. and can... Yeah, because I can just heal them both up. I got two slots left before I go to sleep. Here. Well, or they don't get it till the morning. I mean, so like, the, you lose the level of exhaustion every time you take a rest. So right, this is at the end of your up. rest, is when this okay. takes play effect. Oh, never mind then. And let me, um... So you'll have it, like, when you wake up, basically. Let me just drop in. There's some other rules for this as Actually, well. Could he, could he cure me of my drunk? Of our drunk? You, you'll wake up not drunk. I mean, yours was eight hours, but now you're going to bed. So you okay. should be fine. Hold on one second. Basically, it also is going to impact like... Um, oh, here we go. Now I found it. Here is Grackalong. So anyone who has a one level of exhaustion, which would be Grimsby and Raylan, brought on, back, brought on by uh, Grackalong, must succeed a constitution check to take a dash, dash action. Um, and if you fail it, basically you can't do a dash. And then if you attempt to cast a spell with a verbal component, uh, you must also succeed a constitution check or be unable to cast a spell. Do we decide if we can be cured of it by Boyd? 
Uh, and uh, any spell or effects that cure disease also cures Grekulong, is what it says. So if a spell doesn't say specifically it cures a disease, then it would not. <clears throat> it, says, it says you can touch a creature and either end one disease or one condition, so I could end the disease. Yep, there you go then. So any spell that says that anything like that, you can use it to get rid of Grekulong. Second level spell slots, though, boys. <laughs> you better be yeah, so let's that. Pl let's play with that when we start the next time, I guess. All right. All right. So yeah. Uh, until the next regular session, the weekend. Just think about you got like a shit ton of quests now. So whatever you want to do, whatever priority you want to take. Which one gives the most XP? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably Droki, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Should put, a, put it like a channel on Slack. Uh, you, would you like that? Like like a quest channel or something? Yeah, that'd be good. We can vote on it. And then okay. you know what to have ready already, There's already like an adventure journal one that I don't think anything is in there. Or you could clear out, right? Oh, okay. All right, yeah, I'll put it in there. All right. I'll just like put a one of those poll things up or something, and then that way you guys can vote on whatever you want to do first or something. Okay, cool. Sounds good. So, <clears throat> all right. Thanks. It was a lot of RP. The one possible encounter you guys were able to clear it without fighting. You gotta. Hell yeah.